Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Another edition of the Lodge Cast. I am your Lodge Master. With me, as always, is Brother Bishki. Hello, Happy Mother's Day. And Brother Lucas. Good afternoon. And today, on this Mother's Day that was raining until the clouds parted and the sun shone down on us, we are having a guest that we've been craving, craving this whole time. A brother Ben Haslow. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Prius. I'm excited to be here. Today's movie, <laughs> today's movie uh, is kind of a direct rebuke from <laughs> Overboard, which really separated the wheat from the chaff as far as... It sunk a lot of us. We had to jump ship. There was... Bishki jump ship. It got yeah. waterlogged. People got torpedoed. There's a lot of crying. Um, <laughs> a lot of questions. A lot of deep soul searching. Yeah. We, groaning. We, we questioned... Our, our own existence after that as as movie podcasters so today we're going for something that has rotten tomatoes credentials <laughs> i think it's in the 90s currently Woo! yes but, hot tomato but the audience is like 60 Ooh. so the that's movie a, that's a good sign i think charlie six-pack <laughs> don't care for it <laughs> the movie is called revenge and Revenga. not to be confused with the 1990 kevin costner madeline stowe oh, good call. yarn uh this appears to be i don't know much about it but it appears to be a french rape revenge tale Yep. Uh, which those mm. those special... like I spit on your grave meets high tension or something. Well, and the granddaddy of them all, irreversible. Oh, oh God. Irreversible. I blocked that out. I don't even think of that as a movie. Well, I, I like to say I, I just watched one of the great great revenge movies on Friday for the first time, Savage Streets with Linda Blair. Oh, and oh. that was. A real good time, and I think rape revenge as a genre just kind of works, but it's also pretty. It's savage. Mm-hmm. It's and, pretty dark. It's dark yeah, subject matter, and, and, and there's, this there's one, real no winners or heroes on yeah. either side. You I'm know, expecting this to be grisly, it, but in this day and age, especially, I could see the the draw to try to quote unquote do it right with the current climate mm-hmm. that's happening. Yeah, we got a female director. Female director. Oh. Mm. Um, First time. Mm. Brother Ben, what do you know what do you know about this? Like what I, do you, what are your thoughts on rape revenge on this Mother's Day? <laughs> <laughs> well, in terms of what I know about I I mean I, I saw the trailer a, a while ago uh, and I remember it looks very vibrant and colorful, mm-hmm. but otherwise I I know next to nothing. Perfect. Uh, so I'm sort of excited to see 
where we're going what is your do you have a history with the genre uh, do you have you spit on graves have you I, yeah no i mean i've seen a lot of it uh and some of them i'm way into and some of them i find very hashtag problematic <laughs> uh so i'm sort of curious to see yeah what this is all about in the uh me too era right yeah we're, we're definitely going into a little bit of uncharted territory for the cast today but i think is it gonna be in french I, I I, i'm pretty sure it's in french okay um, so, is that our first foreign language? Well, The Devil and Father Amort, <laughs> I think. That had subtitles, yeah. Could that, be categorized. Or, Overboard had subtitles, Overboard too. Had oh, subtitles. That's like bilingual. Yeah. We mean, are fucking bilingual, trilingual. Global. We're global. We're worldwide. And Wrinkle in Time had its own language, right? <laughs> the the true, really true. Did. Yeah, we had to interpret it. But. We really did have to interpret that one. Um, but anyway, I we don't know much more, so we're going to go in uh, fresh as daisies for Mother's Day. Sunset 5, here we come. We're going to smoke it. We're gonna smoke some uh, blood orange Ooh. vape stick. You know, and that's actually very apropos because the only thing I know about this movie is it's bloody. There's, there's blood. Bloody, so, so blood, blood orange, goes with the orange. Blood, placenta, birth, life, <laughs> death. Mother. Payback is a mother. We're going to do it all for you. I also had a blood orange margarita last night, which was very tasty. This is all coming together. So Fingers crossed on this one, guys. Love and light to you. We'll see you on the other side. Peace. Good belt for the starving harbor. Full meal from the mission trainer. New violence. New violence. On this Mother's Day, that was a Mother's Day film, if ever <laughs> there was one. Boy, howdy! We are at the AMC Sundance Dine In. No longer Sundance; they had to sell it to AMC. So oh, it's so it's not a- even Sundance. It's AMC Dine In uh, Theater Experience. It used to be the Sunset Five, but we all yeah. call it the Sunset Five affectionately. Yeah. Those locals. Uh, upon entering, I realized this is where I, I had seen Enter the Void. Oh yeah, I think which, I was there with you. I think I saw that with you. There was some PTSD there, some delicious PTSD. <laughs> Definitely. And uh, this is a this is a fitting uh, follow up. To that, I think the plot's going to be pretty easy to break down today, guys. Uh, <laughs> Do you want me to read it officially? I think, yeah. Let's, yeah, I'd be let's, curious what the uh, let's get the synopsis. O- the official synopsis from Rotten Tomatoes. Jen, fearlessly embodied by Matilda Lutz, rings is enjoying a romantic getaway with her wealthy boyfriend, which is suddenly disrupted when his sleazy friends arrive for an unannounced <laughs> hunting trip. Tension mounts in the house until the situation abruptly and viciously intensifies, culminating in a shocking act that leaves Jen left for dead. Unfortunately for her assailants, Jen survives and reemerges with a relentless, wrathful intent. Revenge. (laughs) A white-knuckled tale of transgression and transformation, revenge gloriously blurs the lines of vengeance 
and survival while simultaneously delivering a ferocious dissection uh-huh. of gender and genre. What? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. Mm. Interesting. Okay, I'm glad I'm glad we read that. Okay. I guess some of that works. That synopsis yeah. sounds more uplifting or upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll take it. I mean, yeah. it's a it's a very highly stylized aesthetic. Think, it looks great. It looks amazing. It looks Think great. early Tony Scott. Like yep. if Tony Scott could see this, like it would bring a tear to his eye. I'm sure. Maybe she was referencing the revenge. Um, I can't remember the plot of that one. But this is about as far away from overboard as we can get. It is. So thank God we took a U-turn. It's on the other side of the globe for sure. So, yeah, the basic plot is she's in this rented house with this dude who looks like... That's only accessible by Chopper, a la Ex Machina. It's like out in the middle of the Sahara or somewhere. Like, it's out in the middle of nowhere. Yep, the Chopper drops off uh, this this woman and and her beau who's married... Uh, he's always on the phone with his wife and kid, and his kid's crying in the background. <laughs> the chopper pilot gives him some peyote, like, here you go, here's a welcome present, which she keeps in her locket, which comes back later. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, so they party at this house. These two ne'er-do-wells show up with their guns for the hunting party. Yeah, Euro trash. Who are, French yeah, guys. who are not as sexy and handsome as her boyfriend. So no. you automatically there's this weird dread that these guys are not on the level. Yeah, so they're they're partying, they're drinking. There's the obligatory party montage mm-hmm. with a very interesting sort of French translated song. What was it, Ben? It was like uh, androids. A- androids and robots. Robots dance like machines? Androids, <laughs> robots, dance like machines. Yeah. yeah. And so she's like sexily dancing to that, which is kind of funny. But yeah, everything's very colorful. You're getting, you, I mean, you know shit's going to go down. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. There's a lot of flair in the uh, camera angles and cuts, and there's just really, really stylized Show kind showy. of, yeah, and yeah. It's specific like, camera angle, there's a Michael Bay butt cam that is ever present like i would say 50 percent of the shots in the early going are just like everything's focused on this woman's butt yeah yeah yeah. like everything they mention it they talk about how much it's like a juicy peach we got the male gaze in full effect which Uh, from a female director standpoint it's like okay like you get you kind of feel how you're being led along like you're, you're being almost complicit with these guys mm-hmm. which i don't know is really even necessary like it felt really heavy-handed yeah especially with the binoculars and he's just looking at her <laughs> up and down and, yeah <laughs> and the bite of apple she takes that they keep cutting back to is like a lot of heavy symbolism for mm-hmm. sure but yeah. it's a french auteur you know film sure. which i appreciate sure. it's very old school in that regard and you just kind of you know you know what ride you're on so you just kind of go for it um ben what were your feelings early on uh, you know what I kept thinking of? I kept thinking of um, Hype Williams uh, Belly. music videos. Yeah, I, I was thinking about Belly. Uh, yes. I was thinking about Notorious B.I.G. videos because yes. it felt very, it felt that like that hypersaturated, very hypersaturated, bright Technicolor, cut, like, cut, sat- cut. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wasn't not enjoying it, but it, it did feel very sort of heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. It felt it, you know, very surface. Mm-hmm. Just overall for this movie, my main note was it could have been a long-form music video yeah. because there is such little dialogue mm-hmm. of of importance mm-hmm. yeah yeah you could take all the dialogue out and Easily. it would still work it's basically it still it's, work it's basically um rihanna's uh bitch better have my money it is yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's bitch better have my money like fleshed out to 
90 minutes or yeah bitch better have my francs or whatever (laughs) (laughs) um so it's not surprising that well her her beau is away one of the guys ends up sexually assaulting her and the other guy doesn't do anything to help and then her beau comes back and he ends up being a slime bag too because he tries to pay her off tells her forget about it a lot of this is in english by the way uh, I would say it's like 50-50, maybe mm-hmm. French and English. Yeah. Which she does not accept, and he he hits her. So now she's alone with these three super creeps. Thus, then that's pretty much the end of the plot, <laughs> as it were. She tries to get out of there. They're freaking out because she was going to tell people about what transpired. And then the movie becomes what it is for the rest of the movie, which is hyper, squirm in your seat, grisly, painful, grisly, palpable, visceral, (laughs) muscular, sweaty, just gory. And 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 the the gore has a very like casual, almost like you know mundane quality, like where it's unflinching. I mean, it really is horrific. Like I mean, yeah, it gets right under your skin. So it all kicks off when they've cornered her against a cliffside. The guy pretends to call the chopper back so she can leave, but in actuality, he just shoves her off the cliff, and she falls and lands directly on, like... A dead tree. A dead tree. That, Which impales that, that her. breaks her fall, so she doesn't crack her head open, but, like, yeah, impales it impales her. impales her through the abdomen. Yeah. 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 Mm. And we see it. We, we see, see that impale through the abdomen... I would say it gets at least five minutes of screen we, time. Oh, my God. It's a crucifixion. I mean, yeah. it is, it is. It is oh epic. God. It is well, absolutely And then that was epic. the other thing that it started to remind me of. And then I was, uh, like, the excruciating agony yes. of it all it turns into Passion of the Christ. And then, it just yeah. turns into, like, Mel Gibson's, like, weird fetish for close-ups of anguish and porn. gore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she burns the bush, which is more... You totally. know, biblical, <laughs> biblical. Totally. Yeah, it's like she, baptism by fire. But 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 for the movie, narratively, she has to burn the tree in order for, to weaken the base, so, so it'll, it'll can, snap and fall snap over. And yeah. while she's doing this, there are like ants like crawling all over her, and crawling it just, into it, it, the it, wound. It just gets yeah, like it just gets ants, to you on a so... whole other level because you've never seen anything like it in this bright, saturated, like under the sun color. You it's know. so nasty mm-hmm. and. I can't tell if people were walking out. People were there. Leaving seemed to be a lot back. of walk. There well, seemed there, to be a lot of walkouts. There, there was definitely two walkout. Uh, a couple. The, first, there was a couple that I thought was walking out, but then they. I think they went to the bathroom in tandem, and then they yeah, came they back. like left together. Yeah. But then there was a couple that was definite walkout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was. That yeah, was a little bit later. A little bit later. Mm-hmm. But um, so basically, she gets away. They track her. It becomes surviving the game. Cat and mouse, very much. But with three guys instead of... that was Now, that was one of my main points, is like, I don't... It would have changed the recipe, but I think it would have helped if there were more pursuants. Mm-hmm. There's three guys, mm-hmm. two of which you don't believe in their their abilities very much. Right. They're, yeah, a little sloppy and, and yeah... Not so like, sharp. why? And you also have the desert, which doesn't give you a lot of room for no. plot points. But I think part of the, I don't know, charm is the right word, but part of the effectiveness of the movie is that there are these kind of long expanses of nothing really happening. Mm-hmm. Like people just kind of looking out over the desert. Where is she? Let's split up. No, maybe we shouldn't. Well, let's do it. Punctuated by just hyper gore. 
So it's like without those stretches, does the gore hit as hard? I don't know. Like, what do you guys think? It was definitely a thought that I had because I, you know, and then you start thinking about like Kill Bill Volume Mm 1 where you literally have, what, 88 (laughs) murders in a row in the climax, but none of it hits quite as I mean, because like like I mean, you were saying, like the yeah. intensity of the gore and the level of the gore. There are five people in this movie, including the chopper pilot, who you only see in the first minute. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's very contained, even though it's out in the in the fucking boonies. I don't know. My stomach's upset still. I, I okay. I um. But yeah, there like are many said, parts where I like, had to close my eyes and cover my ears when when something actually does happen. Oh shit! It fucking happens. Yeah. yeah, like she she wears these really cool sparkly pink star the earrings. Pink stars. And like one of my favorite moments in the film, where I I knew I was in, was when she successfully uh, kills her first victim and 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 gets on his little ATV and she's gunning mm-hmm. it like before dawn and it's mm-hmm. like super dark. But then there's like a little glimmer of her earring that oh, later God. gets blown off like you know great. when her ear I mean it was just that that was the kind of stuff that I appreciated there was like these little flourishes that were just epic I quietly I want I was most excited to see this because of those earrings I'm like those earrings are hot <laughs> they are right to use them in all of the marketing <laughs> yeah no um, it was iconic I mean it really was a simple kind of retro 80s glossy look but yeah, she remains scantily clad throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, start to finish. The yeah. butt cam continues. Mm-hmm. Um, she kills one of the dudes. And then it's time to tend to that gaping wound in her abdomen that was caused by that fall. you got to suspend pretty much all of your disbelief. Yep. Yeah. Um, she crawls into a cave in order to uh, deal with it and thus begins... The salad dragon scene. Yes, yeah. which, which I there was moments. There's, there's, there's moments. Two. There was two, but there's moments I closed my eyes for, but I knew we were entering salad dragon, so I kept my eyes open the entirety of the salad dragon. Yeah, and basically she survived the fall by by keeping the dead tree branch inside her body, so the wound is somewhat sealed, so she's not bleeding to death. So she actually right. has to like walk and ride the ATV and travel a great distance with a fucking branch sticking out yeah. of her. Now, just just in case you're tu- in case for some reason you're tuning in on this episode and you don't know what a salad dragon is, salad dragon scene is the scene in the movie where we know we're at the right movie. Something so bizarre or like crazy happens that it becomes kind of the nexus of the lodginess mm-hmm. of the film that we are watching. So, and it all goes back to Reese Witherspoon in Wrinkle in Time obviously so she's she's killed her first kill she's taken all his his equipment with her she's got a really cool kind of t2 linda hamilton shotgun situation mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. with the bandolier with the shotgun shells like it's, around it's her, a good look. Her, her broad crusted chest it's a good it's a good look so she's laying down by this fire and just giving up hope the pain's too much the pain is too much and then she remembers what's in her locket Mm-hmm. which is the peyote and we are treated to a quite worthy successor to the young guns peyote scene as she takes it and starts flipping out and then getting that glazed over look as she looks into the flames where you know it's taken hold 
and, and shit's and about she, to and get she, weird. she performs some on, uh, uh, autonomous surgery in a cave <laughs> with that with that same with kind that of child calm. childlike wonder of innocence yeah. like everything is brand new and and it feels good or I mean yeah it was a very effective again narrative device that I think worked I mean to me it made sense so and, like it worked Ben describe this surgical procedure as best you can uh, so she takes her big ass hunting knife uh, she's tripping balls yeah she has built a fire so she sterilizes the big ass hunting knife uh, and then she proceeds to uh, cut into a beer can and she she flattens this beer can and she basically uses that uh, she heats the beer the, the flattened beer can to cauterize I guess like yeah. she's, she's she starts pulling the thing like the the tree out of her in excruciating Real time. In real time. Blood yeah. is just pouring. Blood is yeah. pouring out, and then she takes this flattened beer can that she then cauterizes the wound with, and then continues to have fucking insane trippy dreams. She, yeah, she wakes there. up like 900 times, and there's like different ways, like... Oh, it was just a dream. She gets her head blown off. She's twice. She gets her head blown off twice. But they're they're both. But they're both. But they're both like yeah, these surreal hallucinations, and it just totally messes with your mind. But the key, the key to it is on the beer can. Yes. um, The design on the beer can is just branded onto her flesh, and it says "Made in Mexico beer" or something like that. Mexican made beer. And then there's what appears to be a phoenix yes. rising yeah, from a phoenix the ashes. Rising from the ashes. <laughs> so which they which they dwell on. They're like pretty See? sick. Look at it's See? gonna be a Halloween Look costume this season. That's for sure. that's what I was yeah, thinking yeah. throughout as well. For is like sure. maybe before she rips off all her clothes, uh, it's gonna be popular with that blue shirt and like a pink star earring. Uh-huh. That's kind of all you need. And uh-huh. then just cover yourself just, in blood. Yeah, dried blood. Just dried blood. That's gonna be a great costume. Um, but anyway, so she emerges from the cave. Salad Dragon scene one is complete. She she emerges from the cave now a, a warrior. Like, she is strapped and locked and loaded yeah, and, it, and like, gets, much, much healthier. But she's still in her bra and underwear and barefoot. Yeah, but it doesn't seem to affect her at she's all. She's like no. in a tiny James Bond-esque yep. diving suit. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, so at this point, you're supposed to be like, fuck yeah, badass. Mm-hmm. But for me, at this point, it really became apparent that we don't know who the fuck she is. Mm. Which, I know for a movie like this, it's called Revenge. It's like, you're on rails. Like, you know where it's headed. You know what's going on. You know there's going to be bumps and twists in the road. You don't really need super character development. But there just was none Mm, with this woman. Like, what do you guys know about this character? Not a, not very much, Nothing. and yeah, un- unlike let's say uh, you're next, where they kind of give you an explanation of yeah. why she's so like skill oriented. This, yeah, it doesn't. I think it, it just it's more. We like, know all we know is that she wanted to move to L.A. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So those hopes were burned. But then she becomes Commando Rambo and uh, Furiosa rolled yep. into one. Yep. Yep. Okay, so that's just something you just gotta go with. It's it's not the kind of movie that cares. Yeah. yeah. So she moves on, and then she gets there, there's a lot of just traveling around in the desert, yep. nothing going on, nothing happening, and then she finally encounters the mini boss, the second guy, the guy who did the rape. That brings up our second salad dragon scene, which Indeed. everybody, I think everybody in the theater was yelling during this part. <laughs> we, I know our row was. People yes. were like, "What the fuck? Come on, come on!" Yeah. 
and it is a doozy. She's they're they're having a tussle. They they've taken chunks out of each other. She sh- she shot him and winged him in the shoulder. He shot her and blew her earlobe off. Was that what? Was there some teeth somewhere? To, no, I guess it was just her earlobe. I think I think he just blew her earlobe it off. Like teeth anyway. So he's pursuing her, and she again. She's a brilliant yeah. uh, brilliant <clears throat> warrior. She cracks her flashlight on the side of a rock raining down <laughs> glass shards, shards of glass. he has he has taken off one of his shoes so he could have his sock to create a tourniquet and of course he runs right over the glass mm-hmm. and gets a huge gash <laughs> in the bottom of his bare foot so like home alone but like in real life if yeah, like it really happened. it was hitting ben pretty hard it made yeah. me think that he has experience with glass or something no I, it's just there's just something about the bottom of your foot yeah just like how tender and vulnerable that is yeah yeah and they are they are showing this insane gash and he is digging (laughs) i mean just the noises and i mean and we are just in close and the the actor is doing a great job but and that was actually something that i did sort of appreciate is is for how intensely gory this shit was uh, the actor was sort of going a little bit over the top, doing a little like Looney Tunes <laughs> yeah, face. It, it, yeah. it, it did sort of turn into it did sort of turn into Home Alone during that, and I think that's a good thing because I legit was wondering if somebody in the audience was going to pass out because just the the levels of gore and it and keeps sound, going and it just keeps, it keeps going and going. going and people are moaning, but she's sort of like tempering it with. Home Alone, Looney Tune vibes. A and, little bit. I'll give you. I'll give you guys a little bit of that. No, he was just doing that crazy. Like he's he's doing eye bulging and he like is. and he's making puffy face and I, I don't know. <laughs> it felt it felt a little Joe Pesci. He, he was Home making Alone. puffy face. Yeah. And the best detail was he gets back in the car and he's and he's and yes he, and he's hitting the accelerator the trying cl- to get the, the clutch. clutch. I oh, the I'm clutch. sorry, the clutch. Yeah. Rather. yeah. Trying to get the car to going. Every time he hits the clutch, blood just There's pours like a, out of his yeah. foot. Pours. And the audience got. They were laughing. And yeah, it was. But what was like the most painful for me in that scene was when he he is like trying to get the glass out of his foot, but it somehow gets pushed in yes. deeper, yes. and so he has to actually put his like hand into his oh. wound, like into the bottom he of his foot. He like fists his foot yes. twat. Oh. Yeah. I couldn't take two salad dragons. I might have closed my eyes during that part. Okay. I, I definitely was closing my eyes at, yeah, at certain scenes because it was way it was intense. intense. Like, I didn't close way, my eyes for shit. Way that was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the 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 prosthetics and the effects are really what what sell what, mm-hmm. what are gonna make this movie memorable for yeah. people in the future, I believe. Yeah. So. Yada yada yada. She dispatches that guy, shoots him through the face as he's driving at her, and then you know it's time for the showdown. They, it goes on for so long. Like, again, it's like there's not enough dudes after her to fill in the time, and there and like you said, uh, Bishki, like it's a desert, so there's not much to do. Yeah, you get the boyfriend coming back to the house, taking a shower, and then walking around naked. He gets his butt cam. Yeah, he gets his female gaze well, he's like, turned we, we on him. reversed it. it the, it's yeah. reversed it. You and see it, his And dick. it dwells on him. You see his... Yeah, you see everything. You see and, everything. And you are just... It, tables have turned. Tables have turned. become the hunted. Yes. Which, again, like, I don't know if it fully works, because it's like, then why isn't she in, like, a sharp pantsuit at this point? <laughs> you know? Like, they're both basically naked at this point. <laughs> it's primal, yeah. It's I guess. Yeah, savage. yeah. All right. 
so she she has him dead to rights, pointing through one of the stylishly colored lucite windows. Yep. And thus begins the kind of Mr. and Mrs. Smith War of the World or War of the Worlds War of the Roses yeah. domestic battleground scene at the end. The dude when he comes in, he's dirty from from being out in the desert and sits down on the white couch. There's like a little he gets a little stain yep. on it. And I'm like, no, bro, don't stain that white couch. Yep. That's nothing compared to what's about to happen. So there's like, there's more blood spilled than is in the human body. Like, <laughs> By far, it's yeah. like it's a bloodbath, literally. It like, is white walled room yeah, covered, it's like covered in blood, just minimalist. buckets of blood, hand finger painting of blood, yeah. like someone there's like a, an inch of standing blood, like the Manson family, the like yeah. yeah, partied there for like a month. <laughs> So, Ben, describe what you're thinking during this scene and what's happening well, during this scene. I mean, but, the, the, like, that's the thing. For, like, the giant climax of this entire thing, I mean, they are literally running around in circles yeah. through this house, just chasing and dodging and chasing. And, but it, it it just becomes a giant bloody circle, which I understand. That's her broader point, right. I guess. But it, I don't know, it didn't feel... Didn't feel big enough. It didn't feel big enough. Right. Well, I and I said to you, like they're gonna do something to his dick. Oh, right, right. Mm -hmm. At one point, he leans over to say, "His dick. Yeah, something's gonna happen to his dick." I thought for sure it was gonna end back at the house, but somehow, yeah, she was gonna push him off a cliff, and he would land similar to her, except there'd be like you know an anthill that would eat him alive, like slowly. Like yeah, like something. Yeah, where the 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 tree branch grows through his Mm. groin or something. It would. I I was really expecting some kind of. circle when when they went back to the house and Mm -hmm. i was a little crestfallen when i didn't get that that fall she just blows him the fuck away oh well but actually but actually i did forget uh she fingers his uh his stomach wound oh yeah yeah Yeah. we we have like a you know she penetrates him yeah last time before blowing his fucking head off that rhymes yeah then she just kind of is done and then you get the title and then that's it. Yep. So, yeah, like, pretty simple story-wise, obviously. Uh, so what we're left with is the style and the gore and just, I don't know, the efficiency of the filmmaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Bishki, what, what, what are your thoughts on this movie overall? Very high-quality filmmaking. Very uh, looked great throughout. I enjoyed the music generally. Um, I thought she had a little iPod that she was playing with that I thought she was going to keep mm-hmm. and then maybe, like, listen to some, you know, songs during her agony. A hallucination, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Which didn't happen. I mean, she heard music, she but it heard, wasn't yeah. real. There was some good, yeah. I thought that was a little bit of a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's good classical music cues, good electronic cues. I, I The music I enjoyed. The, this kind of violence, which probably started with Kill Bill Volume 1, which is kind of the brutal violence kind of gets to me. Like, I, I'm not, I don't go see torture porn. Sure. Usually I don't. Um, well, it's out of style now, too. Yeah, it's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and especially in this movie, like, because there's not enough going on in the desert. Right. Like, the the grisliness takes over, like, what could have been maybe character development sure. or plot kind of. So... I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two and a half bones. Okay. I, I think, um, in terms of direction, I think it's it's very good in terms of what could have been. I mean, the 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 violence and stuff. I mean, I'm still a little bit 
shaken up in terms of my stomach. What? Yeah, what are you going to do to uh, counterbalance that? I'm going to go to Veggie Grill in the Sunset <laughs> uh, uh, 5 Complex. That sounds about right. Yeah. Have a wheatgrass uh, shot or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. Clear it out. Lucas, what do you think? Well, I mean, I had no awareness of this film at all until I got in there. And thankfully, from like the opening frame, I felt we were in good hands. So like right off the bat, like from the opening shot where, where the choppers, it's like a static establishing of the, of the desert. And there's like this chopper way deep, deep, deep in the background. But you can hear it. And it's slowly coming towards camera, and it's coming towards camera, and it's coming towards camera. And then, boom, it like flies over the camera. And the camera, I think, does a hard tilt up. And then mm-hmm. it just cut, like smash cuts to the title. And I just thought, wow, this is easily two and a half. And then it kept <laughs> it kept kind of going up from there for me. You oh, know, really? then it was like three bones when she, you know, lit the tree on fire. Because I was like, oh, this isn't going to be as simple as her just kind of like getting up or rolling over. It was like I appreciated how they kind of drew it out where, uh-huh. you know, she's getting... Uh, off the, the 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 cross, like right when the guys are like at the top of the cliff looking for her, and she has to like lean against the bottom of the cliff to to avoid them seeing like her, them seeing her, and like there were things like that. So by the time I got to her riding that ATV at like just the break of dawn, and you, you were see, lubed and up you, and ready, and, and you see <laughs> and you see the pink reflection of her earring, I, I gave it three and a half bones. Whoa, and, I was, whoa. and I was hoping it would get to four, but it never quite did. Because you're right, by the time she kills the second guy. It's like not as good. Like I don't know. It just felt like you're right. Like there should have been more guys, or maybe a different setting would have given them more opportunity to shoot some different things. But like maybe if there was a village out there or something, yeah, I have no clue where they were. Yeah, but. yeah, I agree. But by the time we got to the showdown, I was fatigued. Like I was mm-hmm. really over it, and I didn't want to have this drawn out like chase sequence that they kind of had throughout the bloodbath of a of a funhouse of horror. Mm-hmm. But by the end of it. <laughs> I was exhilarated. I mean, I really, okay. I was squirming in my seat. I was sinking in my seat. I was turning away. I was covering my eyes. I was covering my ears. And I really appreciated the like peyote aspect yes. of it because yep. I felt Always. like there's no way she would have survived that had she not taken it and had she not branded herself inadvertently with this like Mexican cerveza, like Tecate can tall boy. I thought it was like a monster energy drink, but apparently not. But no, I give it three and a half, man. I, I was there's I'm a lot surprised. of nice. there's a lot nice. of a uh, lot to like about it. I mean, it reminded me of like early Tony Scott, which is unusual. Is mm-hmm. it making you more want to take peyote more or less? I would say more, just because it gives you the resolve <laughs> and the reserve to like do what you need to get done. It helps you, know? you accomplish tasks. Yes, brother Ben. Uh, what would, what do you got? I would give that. I would give that a, th- a three bone. Okay. I thought it was. Uh, efficient and entertaining. Uh, the filmmaking was really, really solid. Um, I mean, I, I'm sort of curious to go, re- you know, a- a- everything, oh, I didn't read that much about it. I didn't know that mm-hmm. much going in, but, you know, there's a, all this stuff about how it's sort of a feminist or female response to rape revenge, mm-hmm. and I, I just don't know that, I don't, I, I don't know. know that I got that at I all. I didn't see that. Um, and so I'm sort of curious to read someone make a case for that because I just I don't really. It see seems that. like the gender politics of it seem the same as they were yeah. in "I Spit on Your Grave," Ms. Forty Five, <laughs> Kill Bill. I mean, I, the, know, I, like... the only thing I can say is is it doesn't really linger on her rape, which was nice. So True. Like, so so I do think there was maybe some more sensitivity. But on her butt, it yes, was no, but but like yes. Like so, like you guys don't understand how much butt cheek shottage 
yeah. is in this film. Well, we got a lot of his butt too. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is, is there is there yeah. is some equal opportunity nudity? Yeah. So I guess, I guess but... that could be. But 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 just the but. But aside from that, it didn't subvert any of that. Yeah, any like real intellectual stuff going on. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't that, think that so. wasn't there for me. I think it's a. It's just a fucking meat and French fried potatoes yep. uh, revenge movie. Yep. Um, I'm right there with you. I'm at a three boner. I think that if if there had been even just like a like I don't need her in the cave like taking a diary, you know, <laughs> to to learn about her. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really know how we would learn more about her uh, because she has no one to talk to. I guess if she hallucinated like a little like leprechaun or something. Well, she maybe... was having the visions of the lizard. Like if, if she had started just, a dialogue with the lizard. If she could just talk to an iguana, yep. we, maybe we could care about her a little more. But I just didn't give a shit. So it became like Rambo 3, which also has a cauterizing scene for the ages. You just turn your brain off after a while. And that, I think that's unfortunate because there was so much going for it. It could have, like, a little bit of development on her side could have really pushed it up for me. But Yeah, that would have made it four if there was, like, a setup that was paid off emotionally and dramatically related to her backstory. Like, her dad taught her hunting or blah, blah, blah. But as it is, it's just kind of like a, it's a freak show and it's a fun romp. But it's not... I don't think it's it's like an all-time great. I think it would have been kind of funny and ironic if like, yeah, when she was saying, well, why do you want to go LA, go to L.A.? And she's like saying, well, I want to accomplish something. I want to do something great. And then like at the end of the movie, you know, she kind of does like by butchering these guys. Right, right. That would be or something like that. But yeah, there's nothing. There's, there's really no like, yeah, even when she kills her final attacker, uh, it's not. I re- yeah. It's I, not as triumphant as it should feel, you know. It's I really pretty... think any 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 depth beyond like, you know, effective grisly effects is going to be a projection from what people want to put right. onto it. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, you know, whatever. But it's not gonna get it's not gonna get four bones from this lodge master. <laughs> um, but I think in time, like we're fresh we're fresh from the desert right now, but like in time, like all of my issues about its its you know expanses of nothing happening are going to telescope down, yeah. and I'm just going to remember the visceral thrills of it, and I think it's going to age well. I think people are going to yeah. discover it. This director's one to watch too. I can't wait to see what she does with with a bigger story or, or more and budget. I, and I think everybody within the sound of our voice, especially lodge members, if you've listened this far, we haven't ruined it for you. You can't you no. can't prepare yourself. There's no words. There's no words that can spoil this movie. You know, even what we just said, everything we just said, we're missing so much more of the soundtrack and the sound design and impact. I mean, it is rich and, the fact and lustrous. That, the fact that bizarrely, throughout the entire climax, there is a home shopping yes. network yeah. ad blaring for what was it such a french move so Um, blasé yeah shop america shop usa shop Shop club usa scusa with these two kind of model girls um repping it and i think that was that might have been that might have been part of the uh the financing oh absolutely they were literally like (laughs) there were insert shots of the website they're giving you urls (laughs) yeah and it is so bizarre and i kind of loved it like, I did too. Strange yeah, choice, yeah. but the movie is full of little things like that. Where, especially if you are super stoned or or experimenting with peyote, like <laughs> I expect uh, Brother Lucas to do by the end of the month, um, you're gonna have a great time. 
like yeah it's just... a it's a thrill ride i mean i i mean look i, I with the absence of story which i'm all about as long as you can kind of deliver some adrenaline rush mm-hmm. i was literally leaning forward at the edge of my seat at a couple points because it was just that intense i saw that and i thought you were doing that to keep yourself awake but i'm pleasantly oh, man. surprised are you kidding i was i was like i had like i felt like i was tripping like it does feel like a, the movie feels like a bad acid trip for sure <laughs> yeah in the best possible way that's revenge guys Revenge. We uh, we got revenge today we on this beautiful revenge. Mother's Day. Uh, Payback was a mother. Payback was a mother. <laughs> we should recommend this to all our mothers. If my mom was in town, I would have loved to have taken her to this <laughs> just to see how she would have computed it. Brother Ben, it's been an honor and a blessing right. and a pleasure to have you, and I hope you come back. I cannot wait. Watch those coming attractions, and if you see something that looks spicy, that you want, makes you want to get back in a hot Prius and uh, discuss it with us. Yes, sir. You let us know, and we can make that happen. I will be there. Uh, in the meantime, love, light, lodge. <laughs> well done.